Matt was distracting me by trying to make out with me while I was doing this. No, I will not make out with you. <laughs> Chlorophyll, more like borophyll. <laughs> I think you mean chloroform. Chlorophyll's the shit that trees use to turn green. And yeah, that's up. exactly, that's the line. See, I don't it's, know. I don't know what you're going for here. It's from Billy Madison. He, I, Billy Madison's sitting in science class in high school, and the science teacher's talking about chlorophyll, and he yells out, chlorophyll, more like borophyll. And everybody just looks at him like he's stupid. And then he, like, turns to the girl next to him and tries to make a joke, and she rolls her eyes at him. And he goes, no, I will not make out with you. Can you believe this girl trying to make out with me? I'm sitting here trying to learn about chlorophyll. <laughs> See, I just thought you were making a joke that Matt was going to chloroform me and try to make out with no, me. No, no. <laughs> no, it's all Adam Sandler. I have no original thoughts. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. And uh, we're a little bit of a gypsy podcast this week. <laughs> we had to, uh, I had to pack up my shit and go to a secret location. <laughs> where there were no children hogging up the bandwidth. <laughs> and unfortunately, Peter will not be joining us this week. Yeah, he was deep-throating too much. Yeah. Lost his voice. Yeah. He might have thrush. We're not sure. What is thrush? Isn't that like thrush a yeast is, infection in your throat? It is. It is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that's, that's what he has. That's exactly what he has. Yes. Uh, Dr. Gary. Dr. Gary, go ahead. Do a medical fun facts about the thrush infesting Peter's throat. <laughs> oh, poor Peter. Hmm. I did warn him I was going to make a joke about him sucking too many dicks on the way to yeah. the parking lot. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's jump off with a, a follow-up from a previous episode that we, for some reason, never did. Uh, this, is a, <clears throat> this is a very important PSA here. So, oh, yeah. about a month ago... Um, you heard our birthday party episode. Stay positive. Stay positive. Stay positive. Stay positive. <laughs> Stay positive. Stay positive. And as you may recall, we mentioned that we were recording from the luxurious travel lodge in Virginia Beach on a 19th and Atlantic on the boardwalk. That word luxurious, though. It was even at the time it was being used very sarcastically. Yes. Yes. Because it was not a very nice place, but it was a place to sit and be indoors and drink and not care what what kind of state we left the place in. And apparently this is a thing for them. This is they don't care what state their place is in either because so we we have the we do the recording, we stay up like until what three o'clock in the morning talking, and this is daylight yeah. savings time night that we did this episode. So it was there was a bonus hour of sitting around bullshitting all yeah. night. So it was real time, four AM. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we finally, we're about to crash and we just go into the back bedroom in this weird little fucking hotel room and we're about to go to bed 
and um, I can't find the light switch. And I'm like, I got to turn on the lights before we go to bed. Can't find the light switch. I finally found it, and I'm fucking with this thing. It's one of these, like, I called it a wall nipple, where it's, like, just this little button yeah. on the wall, and you don't know it's whether like you're supposed to... It's like a nubbin. Yeah, yeah, you don't know whether you're supposed to push it or turn it or flick it or tweak it or suck on it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or tune in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're supposed to pierce it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Put some uh, electric clamps on it and a, a car battery. <laughs> Rub your clit on it. <laughs> what? Who's what? rubbing their clit on nipples? Not me, that's for sure. <laughs> Maybe rub your clit in sync with it. Yes. Maybe uh, that's what you meant. Okay, uh, we're on the same page now. Okay. I, I usually rub my clip in Backstreet Boys with it. But <laughs> but anyway, so I finally get the lights on. And Lauren's like, we're both fucking wasted. Lauren's like, you don't got to turn the light on. Just just hop in the bed. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. yeah. I was like, nah, dude, I'm getting bed in my drunk clothes. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> my my gut had been telling me from the fucking beginning, this place is trouble. I need to turn on the lights and check this place for bed bugs. Why we didn't do that right away, I don't know. Like, I think we looked, but we didn't. But anyway, so I kind of blew the lead there. But uh, <laughs> um, turn the light on and there's a fucking creepy crawler right there on top of the sheets. And we were like, nope, nope, nope. Out the fucking door. So much nope. Yeah. yeah. So we gathered our shit real quick. Well, Lauren runs downstairs to the, the front desk and says something. And tell us, yeah. tell what happened with this. You told this lady what happened. So I run morning. into the front desk and I say, I'm staying in room, blah, blah, blah. We just went to go to bed. We found a bed bug. And she immediately starts quoting policy. There is no, oh my goodness, there's no way that that happened in our hotel. There's no, oh, I'm so sorry, that's terrible. I'll help you verify it. I'll help you do whatever you need to do. There's none of that. There's just quoting of policy, mm -hmm. which leads me to believe she's been trained on the policy. I'm sure. And she then later on, as we, you know, as she saw us leaving, uh, she, she first told me exactly what would happen. She said, well, I'll have to put in a call to the maintenance manager. She said, but I don't do that until 8 a.m. tomorrow. She said, I can't do that right now. I'm like, okay. It she was goes, and then, four in the morning, to be fair. Right. Uh, yeah, of course. But I mean, there should be some kind of a, like, I, I mean, even if she's lying to me, she could have said, I put in a call to the voicemail of the maintenance manager right, or right, something, right. you know. Um, but then she says, he is responsible for contacting the exterminator. The exterminator probably won't be here till Monday. Then we see what the termination is from the exterminator. And I'm just like, okay, well, we're leaving right now. You know, and mm -hmm. she's like, well, don't forget to come back and give me your keys, which fuck was stupid off, as fuck because they're the little, you know, card reader strips. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to deactivate them and issue a new one no matter what. Like, you don't have to turn those in. The way right. that those locks work. Right. I know. I do doors for a living, okay? <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of hotels. Now, granted, this is not the fucking Ritz. Like, we knew that when we rented the place. 
uh, most places will just let you just leave the keys on the dresser. Exactly. You know, sitting out yeah. in, the, in open because the maids are going to come in and they don't give a shit. You know, but the whole reason the for having those type of locks is because those cards are disposable and you issue new ones every time. So that oh. nobody leaves with the card and can come back with it. I don't think this place does that. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. So, um, you know, she's like, well, don't forget to turn in your keys. I'm like, okay, sure. So we're finishing up loading up the car. We've got, I think, one last load to do. And then she runs out to the car and hands me the card of the manager with um or not the manager but whoever it was i don't know she hands me somebody's card with an email address on the back and says you know you can follow up with this person um i'm very sorry that this happened to you so then she's backtracking thinking about customer service before the -hmm. reputation of the hotel or whatever they should have thought Um, a little bit harder (laughs) right so i'm just like all right thanks but i i knew immediately we would not be getting our money back yeah Um, i had a bad feeling about it too it was pretty obvious from her reaction to it and Um, i just want to remind people too that the process of getting out of this hotel was bullshit because we had oh yeah stairs to climb you know (laughs) and the elevator was out the elevator was out of service um and we're on the fourth floor and the stairwell was completely unsafe. I don't know how the fire marshal hadn't shut this place down because every single stair had a divot in it or a crack. Rusty. The railing was rusty. The door handles were like, and maybe they can get away with it because it doesn't need to be fire rated because there are, um, because it's an exterior stairwell. It's not connected to the inside where there are any rooms. Lauren's busting out her knowledge on it's this. Tr- <laughs> I can't help it. But to be a means of egress, the stairway needs to be in good order. And those stairs were not. They're just all like, I can't even explain it. I've never seen stairs like that in my life as to how dilapidated they were. Yeah. It was awful. It was and in bad shape. bringing our luggage. And we had brought up drinks and food and all this other stuff that had to come down with us, too. Not mm-hmm. just a, one overnight bag for each of us. The recording equipment, because we recorded in there. So we had to do, like, three trips to get everything down. Yeah. And we'd and, already taken three or four trips to get everything back up. The only good thing about it was that we had drank so many drinks up there and had so much fucking food that we actually ate that we didn't have to take it all back down like there was we left a good pile of trash in that fucking place right (laughs) you know and when we said earlier we we wanted a place where we could eat and drink and and not have to worry about the condition of we just meant not do dishes we didn't mean destroy a place we didn't mean trash it and I mean, we were using the trash bags and stuff. You know, we were yeah, neat yeah, yeah. enough. It's just we didn't want to have to do dishes. And exactly. I didn't want to have to. After a bunch of people sitting in Jenny's living room and eating and dropping crumbs everywhere. Exactly. That I didn't want to take stuff. the trash out myself is what right. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the perfect. It was like, in theory, the perfect location. Like it was right mm-hmm. where I wanted to be on the boardwalk. It was, you know, just a, it was a cheap room. Like we found it on like booking.com and it was like, you know, you get a ref- you get a referral bonus. I get a referral bonus. So basically, right. we kind of got our money back just from, from the referral. Just bonuses. from the referral bonus, true. Yeah. Um, but still, it's the principle of the fucking thing that. Okay, so the next day was it Monday or Tuesday that they get it back was, to you? It was Monday. They got back to me. Um, so they did get on it quickly. They did get on it, and it was Monday morning, not even like late in the day. Monday, it was pretty early Monday morning. And I got a direct phone call from the maintenance manager. And he said, well, the exterminator came out and uh, 
ruled that there was no activity in the room. And I said, well, we have a picture. Yeah, that's and a he bullshit. Said, he said, well, I can send you this report that they shared with me. I'm like, okay. So he emails me the report. I email him back the picture. That's the last I hear. There's, there's nothing else we can do. I mean, I sure I could fight with the Better Business Bureau or whatever else, but it, no, it was what sixty dollars, seventy dollars for the room. Yeah, and it's, we immediately went on all of the the travel sites, mm-hmm. and like I went on um, what is that TripAdvisor? I went on Trip there Advisor, and fucked Google, them up. Uh, Google, um, what's the Google one? I don't know. It's just Google. Like when the, you do Google, Google locations, surveys. I don't know. Google reviews. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. So we, uh, that's actually the best part is that we got paid each like $2 or something to get I never a shitty got, review. What? I never got that Google review oh, survey. No, I never got the Google opinion reward survey, but I went and did a Google review. Okay. Um, Cause I got it in my surveys. And when you do it through the surveys, you not yeah. only get a bonus, like you get Google credit. But then mm. the review comes up on the site. So when people go and like look for Virginia Beach hotels, there's going to be my fucking fuck you and fuck this place. Mm-hmm. You have a bed bug and you're too embarrassed to deal with the problem. And you're just going to end up spreading it to other people. Google let me upload the photo. And oh, I, uploaded the, I uploaded the photo of the bug itself. And I uploaded the photo of um, the report that said no activity. And it looks like... I mean, it looks like a ditto that you would see in school in the yes. 1980s. Like a mimeograph. <laughs> yeah. Which maybe it was like a carbon copy for. Maybe, you know, they do one of those. But it's basically like, do you see this bug? These are the different forms. Like it shows you like the bug could be in its larva, adult yeah. or pupa form. And- now, granted, I guess there could theoretically be one fucking bug in that hotel room. There may have been one single bug that they did not see and we caught it and we got the picture of it, but there was still a problem there, you know? Yeah. And I got to say, like, next time, not only am I going to do a better third check, like, right from the start, um, which was funny because I was, I'll I'll get back to this. Hold on. (laughs) I was going to distract myself. Um, Next time I do this, I'm going to, if I find something like that, not only am I going to take a picture of the bug, but I'm going to do a video of the entire room to prove to prove where you are, where you and are, ha- where it is. Yeah, yeah, because like, I guess in theory, I could have had that picture from anywhere. Like, I could have downloaded right. that picture from the internet. Right. But even though you know, I probably had GPS location tagged on the photo and everything. Like, there's no visible visible evidence that um that we were in that hotel room. Right. They could know? claim whatever they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if this is all a lesson to everybody, check everything. And here's the thing that I learned, because I, I did run into bed bugs like, oh, uh, what was it? Um, probably about 10 years ago, I went to New York, and we stayed in a, a motel outside of New York City, like it was in, I can't remember the name of that fucking town in Jersey. It was like New Bergen, New Jersey or something. It's like right through one of the tunnels. Um, New was, Brunswick? No, it was it was right outside of like Newark, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, it's um we pulled up at this place. It was like a super eight or something, and I had the same bad gut feeling that I did this time. And I listened to my gut this time. This is one of the few times that my gut told me something and it was honest and accurate. <laughs> um <laughs> but that time it wasn't until like we and we checked right from the beginning. We checked like 
pull the mattresses up, pull the sheets out and everything. Couldn't find a goddamn thing. Um, it was on the like fourth day of our trip that we're getting ready to go out to the city for the day. Like we would take the bus into town and everything. Um, we're getting ready to, to go. And then like right there in broad daylights fucking crawling around. Uh, so I, we couldn't get our money back from that either. That was a long and tedious process because like we had booked through orbits mm. and neither orbits nor the, the hotel chain or the local franchise owner or whatever wanted to have any culpability for what the fuck was going on. And it, it was frustrating. The only thing that they would end up doing was refunding the money for the part that we didn't stay. Cause we were like, I don't give a shit whether we pack up and go home. We're not staying in this hotel another night. Like, and we should have known that this was a bad place to stay from the second night when like five cop cars roll up and sit there all night <laughs> in the parking lot. Um, anyway, so, so I learned that the way that you catch bed bugs apparently is to, you have to have the lights out and then they have to be out for a while because they will not come out in the, the daylight. Um, you flip the lights on and then flip the mattress over real quick. And that's when you're going to find it because they're, they're active when it's dark. Um, they're going to run as soon as you turn the lights on out. They're not very fast. Like it's like a tick or something like they're just going to crawl their way back into the shadows, but you kind of have to be really quick. And that's why we caught them right at the last minute because it was so dark in there. Um, and they're, apparently they're also attracted to uh, the carbon dioxide that you breathe out. Like they can sense the carbon oh. dioxide as you're breathing and sleeping. So that's when they crawl out and get you. Okay. Okay. So, um, so that's what you need to do to find them. If you go to a place and you're like, Hey, I'm just staying at this shitty motel just for one night. Let me cross my fingers and hope for the best. This, that's what you need to do to check for the bed bugs beforehand. Um, I just, but saw- I would recommend just don't stay at a shitty place. Like that. <laughs> Just don't. Just, I mean... I mean, but it happens. Like, when I went to Raleigh a couple weeks ago, I didn't want to stay in a nice place. I just wanted to stay in a cheap place when, you know, I was going to be out with my friends all night, and then we just needed a place to crash in the evening. And that place was fine. Like, I pulled up, and it was a it was a little uh, red roof inn. It was, like, nothing to write home about. It was just a basic little fucking place. But it was, for what it was, it was a really nice room like it was comfortable it was not loud it was like right convenient it was clean ish (laughs) you know like and i didn't another thing you should do though like check the travel reviews on all the places i think that we looked at the booking.com reviews and there weren't that many of them but when i went back and looked at the google reviews there were a lot more and most of them were negative the ones Um, i didn't see anything about bed bugs when i looked when um, I when I went back through it, but I went through it really far. Yeah. Because what I was doing was saying, was this review helpful? Yes. yes. To everyone that talked about how bad yes. it was or mentioned bed bugs. And I found probably like six of them that mentioned bed bugs. I did find some eventually when I went back like a couple of years, I think. Like it was quite a ways back. Um, the one that I stayed at in New Jersey several years ago, that one I really kicked myself. And that's when I learned I should have done that. I should have done more homework because on TripAdvisor for that Super 8, it was like right fucking like the second page or something. Like it wasn't very far into it. Uh, the reviews were right there. It was like this place has bed bugs, it's a piece of trash, blah, blah, blah. That place, man, I fucking, I caught the bed bug in one of the little plastic cups that they give you for water. And I took oh it gosh. down to the, the hotel lobby, like while everybody was down there fixing their goddamn waffles and having cereal and shit. 
<laughs> because it was like it was a shitty little place where like the the breakfast nook area was like right there in the hotel, like in the lobby. So I took it down there and I had it in the fucking cup and I was like, I found this bed bug in my room and I just made sure to say it nice and loud so everybody <laughs> sitting there with their goddamn waffles could fucking hear it. <laughs> so fuck that place. Fuck that yeah. place. Um, so what I almost distracted myself on real quickly was uh, was watching Steven Universe because all of us trash pals, hashtag trash pals, have been watching Steven Universe. Like yes. I'm, I'm the only one that's already seen it all. Like, and now all you guys are catching up with me. Um, so I just watched the episode where uh, Steven and Garnet and uh, Greg go to the Keystone State, <laughs> Pennsylvania, Thin- thinly veiled Pennsylvania. I have not seen this episode yet. The okay. first thing that they do when they go to this shady motel, like Peter, uh, I must call Stephen Peter. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, Stephen runs into the room and he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, hotel. And he's about to jump on the bed. And Greg's like, no, wait, we have to stop and check for bed bugs first. And I was like, <laughs> he fucking knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lessons were learned. Mistakes were made. Yeah. But we still had a fun time. It was fun. It definitely yeah. was fun. Hashtag Trash Pal's birthday party was um, the highlight of my month. Yes. And I think we need to come back to Trash Pal's, uh, but let's take a quick little break first mm-hmm. um, because we have we have more to talk about. I was going to say Trash Pal's was even better for me than Thanksgiving. So maybe after the break.
had a great Thanksgiving. So okay. for me saying that your birthday party was better than Thanksgiving for me, that's like means your birthday party was amazing. It it really We've was. established that. Yeah. That was some serious hashtag squad goals that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag squad goal achieved, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not going to get all an amazing time. I'm not yeah. going to get all crying breakfast friends on this show. Like <laughs> some people some people who, some grown ass men who sat on their fucking show and talked about Steven Universe and cried <laughs> on live Facebook. Spilled milk, glum glass, and sad waffles over here. I'm a, I think I'm sad pear. Is it crying pear? I don't know. I'm a pear, apparently, which is dumb because I, I fucking remember. hate pears. I don't remember. I just As remember a, I'm a pear. At least none of us were weeping egg cup. That'd be terrible. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a Steven Universe side thing about uh, this cartoon Steven watches called Crying Breakfast Pals or Crying Breakfast Friends. Yeah. And uh, there's a quiz you could take that says, which crying breakfast friend are you? <laughs> and it's crazy accurate. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. was scary. Um, but speaking of crying... <laughs> So I got, I had a great Thanksgiving, really good Thanksgiving. Um, I think I've talked before on the show about kind of having a strange relationship with my mom and my mom was really happy. I haven't seen her this happy on a holiday in a long time. Um, all the food was great. My brother was there with his family. We all had a great time, but there was one incident Uh-oh. full of tears. Uh-oh. Uh, my three-year-old nephew loves Star Wars. Loves it, loves it, loves it. Always talking about Star Wars. And um, he said, uh, he said that for Christmas, he wants the gray stormtrooper guy. And he says, the gay stormtrooper guy. That's how he says <laughs> The it. gay one? <laughs> right. But he means gray. And you can kind of tell, like, you can tell he's trying to say gray, but it comes out gay. But stormtrooper <laughs> guy. All right. Wait, so, which one is the gray one? Captain Phasma. Oh. So okay. my sister-in-law says he means Captain Phasma. And she said, I had no idea who, who this gray stormtrooper was. I had to Google gray stormtrooper to try to figure it out. And I showed him a picture. And he said, yes, that's it. That's the one. He's never even seen a full Star Wars movie because he's only three. Like, he'll, he won't sit through the whole thing, but they let him watch clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, the gray stormtrooper guy, Captain Phasma, that's a girl. And he's at this age. Where Reinforcing gender roles on him. He, he has two older sisters. He knows he's a boy. He likes being a boy, but he very much wants things to be like him. Mm -hmm. So when he like looks at, and my sister-in-law said. Representation. Like, he wants to see himself represented, yeah, because he sees his older sisters doing stuff. Like, in his mind, girls get everything, right? God, all these women are taking her jobs. They can't believe it. They're taking her germs. <laughs> so, like, in his mind, he's the marginalized one. <laughs> so, he really, 
he thought, you know, he really likes his heroes to be boys, right? So I go, I'm like, that's a girl. Captain Phasma's a girl. And my brother was so excited by that. He goes, hey, Johnny, the gray stormtrooper guy's a girl. And my nephew just broke down, had a full-on fit, crying his eyes out. No! He basically <laughs> he basically did Luke Skywalker finding out Darth Vader is his father on Thanksgiving night. It was kind of awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> and apparently this toy, and it's the toy that my sister in law ordered for him for I mean that Santa is bringing to him for Christmas. The helmet comes off, and you see the you know the face of Captain Phasma underneath. Um. And it's if anybody watches Game of Thrones, the character Brienne of Tarth is played by the same actress. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie is her name. Um, and she's, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, a bit tomboyish, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he saw her. I was, you know, he saw the toy with the, I said, that's, you know, that's Captain Phasma underneath. And then I showed him some clips from Game of Thrones, not anything that would traumatize him, you know, like practice sword fighting scenes. And I was like, see, Captain Phasma's really cool, even though she's a girl. And he was just like, okay, okay. (laughs) And he got better. But uh, his full-on meltdown was pretty adorable. I hope, (laughs) I I don't know how to say this, but basically I hope he can grow out of that phase. I think he will. I I mean, he's really young, you know. I don't Mm -hmm. think that it's going to be. And uh, my brother will not allow him. To keep that mentality. Okay. I mean, like he's my... growing up in a family full of women, so it's yeah. going to be yeah. tough. But but my brother's a, a woke feminist. Uh, not a misogynist woke feminist by any means. <laughs> can um, we link that article from this? <laughs> we can talk about that real quick. <laughs> I don't know if we can talk about I think we just need to link the article so people know what we're talking about. And then let them picture somebody that they know that fits that profile. Because I don't think we can talk about it without. I can talk about some of it. You ever talk to a guy who acts like he's all woke AF and all about women's rights and then he just turns out to be another douchebag? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. There's an article about it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Especially if you have one of those in your life. Everybody does. I'm sure they do. The only difference between the one that was in my life for a while and that article, the article had a big section talking about Oh, did I tell you my mom is my hero? <laughs> no. Nope. I never did that. Uh-uh. Mommy issues? Tons of them. <sighs> yes. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's listening. He ain't listening. All right. Uh, I mean, he might be because he thinks he's funny and he wants to be on the show. <laughs> but the reality is he's an unfunny cunt and... God damn. Neither one of us would let him on the show. No. No. <laughs> no. You know what? Should I tell the story that I, over, I overheard when I was at Thanksgiving, or is it too dark? You know which story I'm talking about, right? Oh, God. Oh, God. It, the Hershey bar. It's a, it's a little dark. I know which one you mean. Just tell it. Just tell You, you teased to it too it. much. Now you have to tell it. Okay. So I come from a family of weirdos. Imagine that, right? 
Um, and I get to get to Thanksgiving, and they've invited an old family friend to to dinner. Um, because my family is just very open and welcoming, and like once you've become part of the family, you're welcome for life, even if you just lived across the street from them twenty five years ago. Like that's how my family is, you know. That's beautiful. It it really is. Like I just want to, yeah, that's lovely. My grandmother is she's the sweetest woman in the entire world. Uh, she's loud as shit, but <laughs> she's sweet, you know. <laughs> so they they invited this this friend over, and they're just all sitting around talking and bullshitting about the good old days and all this kind of stuff. And like I said, how they used to live directly across the street from each other, and like they had keys to each other's houses and stuff. And like you would just walk in, like it was no big deal, you know. Um, so everybody was very close and everything. And she starts telling this story about uh, old man Peterson. I can't remember what the fuck his name was, but old man Peterson who used to <laughs> live down the street. It might be safer not to mention his name, even if you did know it. Probably. I'm sure he's dead by now, though. Okay. I, I mean, because he was, at the time that this story was happening, it was um, probably late 70s mid to late 70s and, and he, he was, was old already old then. already okay. yeah um and you know they used to go down play down the street and everything like that and and this lady who's the friend of the family says oh he was a pervert and i'm like oh shit where is this going and she goes yeah he used to say to all the little girls i don't believe you're a little girl i think you're a little boy and the, the little girls be like no 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 i of course I'm a little girl, you know? And he's like, well, you need to prove it to me. And he would make them pull down their pants. And if they did, he would give them a Hershey bar. And I'm sitting there in the back room. Like I had just dropped my coat on the back bedroom, you know, in the coat pile. And I hear this and I'm like, I'm texting Lauren. Like, this is what the fuck I'm hearing. I'm so uncomfortable right now. And they kept making jokes about it. Like, I mean, I read I read your text on Thanksgiving Day and was shocked. But st- even still, hearing you say it out loud, I'm a, I'm a little more shocked. We might need to put a trigger warning at the beginning of the episode. Uh, you know that that actually might not be a bad idea. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not usually one for the the trigger warning things, but <laughs> but it's like oh god, yeah, but it's, it's like it's kind of it's really sickening. It was it was yeah. like to hear it to hear them tell the story and like my uncle was sitting there with him and he's like, well, I never got any any thing like that from him for me and she was like yeah because you're a little boy because you're a little boy you didn't want to see a little penis yeah and he's like well no wonder i used to get hershey bars she said yeah because you used to hang around with us and he would give them all to us and then he would give them to the he would just give them to all the boys too and i'm sitting there like and nobody ever told their parents i guess not i guess not so yeah, it was very awkward. Oh. And then to make it even worse, like the entire night, some I mean, sometimes like I can get making a dark joke to relieve stress about a situation, even if it's something that's like 40 years prior, you know. Um, but uh, like they kept making jokes about it. Like my uncle would say something to her like, you know, like, hey, come here. I got something to show you. I got a Hershey bar for you or something like that. You know, shit like that, like all night. And it would be like, ha, 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 ha. I got Hershey bars from the old pervert down the street. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I should have told you don't tell the story. <laughs> I really feel bad about it. Somehow, like, okay, somehow, <sighs> though, this was better than last year after the election. <laughs> like, can we please turn off Fox News and just fucking eat some turkey? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Damn. It's so weird. So this family friend remembered that. Did any of the other no. women at the Okay, nobody else the, at Thanksgiving or Probably the it. only other person that could have known about it would be my mom. Uh-huh. who would have been about the same age as her, you know, at the same time. And she, I don't think she, she said anything about it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just, it was weird. It was weird. And then here's, the, I got I got a bone to pick. Every time I fucking go to Thanksgiving, um, my family wants to play Cards Against Humanity. And <laughs> like I said, we have a weird family. Uh, so it, there will frequently be my daughter my mom and my grandmother all playing cards against humanity at the same table. So it's a very weird dynamic to play cards like that with four generations, you know, (laughs) I got past that mental block. That's, that's Mm -hmm. fine. That's fine. My problem is that like when you play cards against humanity too much, that shit gets so fucking tired. It is like the most tired ass, unfunny game at a certain point when you're playing with people who, you know, my, I I have people in my family who are funny as shit, but when they play this game, it's not even like playing it to be funny. It's just, I'm just going to pick the most ridiculous, uh, outlandish card that, you know, whatever is the most disgusting card in the stack, regardless of whether it makes sense, whether it's funny or whatever that's the one they're going to go for. And I just, I can't do it. Like, and I, I felt bad that I was just like, no, I'm good. I'm not playing. I'm good. Mm. Like, am I an asshole for doing that? For, for stepping out of the game? No, I don't think so. I just played Cards Against Humanity with some friends and um, I misjudged the crowd and um, <laughs> I didn't do so well. Oh. <laughs> no, I think we could play Trash Pals Cards Against Humanity. I think if we made our own, yeah. I think um, but when we played Fibbage on Jackbox, mm, mm-hmm. that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, we should talk about that Jackbox stream. Yeah, because I want to do that more often. Yeah, we should do that again. It was really fun. So, in case anybody missed it, um, we kind of just did a little test a few weeks ago where, uh, we streamed, we played a game called Jackbox Party Pack, and it's not as perverted as it sounds, unfortunately. Um, jackbox is basically the old you don't know jack game from back in like the late 90s or whatever this was like the big trivia game that everybody used to play and um so now they have console and you know pc games that you can play and you can play them against other people online which is it's fantastic it's like this whole extra dynamic of being able to play across the internet and uh so I bought like three of the packs that comes with like four or five games each. And we just set up like a YouTube stream and started playing. And the games were kind of hit and miss to play over the internet because there was a significant delay for, for you guys that were on the other end. Like for me in yeah. my room, I was, I was actually at one point like waiting until I was just watching it online to make sure that I was on the same page with you guys. So I wasn't getting like an unfair advantage with certain things, but um, it still wasn't working out, but whatever. Uh, I forgot what I was saying with that. Oh, but I want to do this more often. But on Twitch, I think there's like only like a five second delay rather than YouTube's twenty second delay. Um, and then the cool thing is like anybody viewing the stream can just join in on on some of these games. Like you don't have to be, um, you don't have to be chatting with us or anything. But right. there was like 
there was like what three of us, four of us on the chat, like uh-huh. in the PlayStation party chat. What well, was us? The the two of us, Peter, Matt, and Nathan. Right? Well, Nathan was in the room with Matt. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So um so yeah, we were playing we were playing Bibbage a little bit. We were playing Drawful. I think Drawful is the best. Drawful became our favorite very quickly. Yes. And I and think And that one was fun because there was no the delay didn't matter. Because exactly. you have a certain amount of time and it's plenty of time to do what you need to do. Right. The only problem yeah. was that like I was laughing at the parts that you hadn't seen yet. Like shit would come up on my screen and I'm fucking dying laughing. And then you guys would catch up to me like 20 seconds later. Uh, the premise of this game is it's kind of like a Pictionary, I guess. It's almost like a cross between Pictionary and uh, Cards Against Humanity. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're given something to draw. You, dr- you know, and it's a random topic and it's usually not <laughs> anything that makes sense. Cave tourist. Yeah. Cave tourist. That's a good one. Um, what were some of the other ones like uh, oh I I was asked to draw urine at one point Um, (laughs) diabetes (laughs) you know like this random stuff and then your drawing is shown to the other players and they're supposed to guess what title you were drawing Mm -hmm. and then everybody has to guess the real title of yes that you were told to draw and the if best, that makes sense. That was kind of a weird The best part was just seeing what everybody else interpreted from it and coming up with these ridiculous, these ridiculous interpretations <laughs> that clearly we're not even trying at some point. It's just to make each other laugh. Well, I like that <laughs> even though like, all right, like you had Cave Tourist and my guess was Spurlunking. <laughs> so like I was able to tell you drew a cave. Yes. You know, my... My picture of the urine, people were able to tell. Cat pee. <laughs> like somebody said cat pee. Somebody said R. Kelly. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> we 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 got the gist of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes like you wouldn't want to pick an answer because it seems so outlandish. You were like, there's no way that's what it was. And that was the real one. Yes. So. So I think we should do that. You know, maybe that can take the place of our, in the pre-show, we discussed doing a, um, like a monthly live mouthy broadcast. Like maybe we could just do that instead. And it'll be like yeah. this fun game night thing with fans and whoever watches. So, um, so yeah, that, that has been a great source of enjoyment for me lately. Uh, and I want to do, want to do some more jacking of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Jack your box. She is. Um, we need to wrap this one up, but yeah, because we've gone on forever, but did like, we ramble too much? Is that what happens? Is this a crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crossover episodes, uh, the new Trash Pals podcast is going to be coming out soon. Like it's edited and uploaded, and the post is done. I just forgot to actually publish it, and we just have to make sure that it doesn't interfere. We don't want to cross the streams like what happened last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> streams got crossed podcast got delayed but not really just 
to your devices. Yes, because what happened, what had happened was that when I set up the new Trash Pals Jenny was so excited to release Trash Pals. (laughs) Like, so, like, just like, Trash Pals! Yeah! Hashtag Trash Pals! Here it comes! That she totally um, forgot we, that Mouthy Broadcast had to go out on the same feed. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's now two boxes where I can put the MP3 and publish the, the feed on each post so i have to make sure that it's in the right place that's all so what happened last week was what happened was trash plows trash pals cock blocked mouthy broadcast yes yes but now we've learned how to coexist yes in a, in a mutually understanding um <laughs> open <Scissoring>. relationship yes <laughs> with trash pals and mouthy broadcast and if somehow you missed the memo, Trash Pals is basically a crossover between Mouthy Broadcast and Good Morning You Drunks, where we uh, talk about movies. We're going to watch mo- all kinds of movies. I don't know if we're only going to do bad movies or good movies. Maybe some of both. Speaking of bad movies, the Disaster Artist isn't coming to Fredericksburg till I don't know when. What? I'm okay, then upset. you need to come down and do that with us. Yes! Big old... Trash Pals crossover episode. When is it? Because uh, it's in D.C. right now. That's the nearest theater to me is in the middle of D.C. Uh, I will look it up and get back to you. And um, yeah, we got to do that because the first episode that we did of Trash Pals was about The Room because it's the most horrible movie ever made. Um, and I thought that was fitting for a piece of trash podcast that we're doing about trashy movies. Just to start with the worst. I, I have plans to be in Hampton Roads, or maybe Richmond, I forget where. I have plans to be somewhere involving you on Friday. We'll talk uh, about that in the next episode. Teaser. Teaser. <laughs> hey, you guys, you like meat? You like dates? No, you know what? You have to tell it now. because How the, about meat date? Wibbly no. wobbly timey wimey. Teaser. Teaser. Oh. Meat date teaser. Next All episode. Right. Fine. Fine. You'll be never guess what happens. You might be shocked to find out what happens. Hashtag me real. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, So we're Mouthy Broadcast. You can find us at MouthyBroadcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Mouthy Broadcast. And you can call us, leave a message at 757-541-CUNT. I almost gave up my personal number on the air again. Um... (laughs) And we you haven't, haven't done that in a long time either. I know I haven't. I'm good. Uh Mouthy Broadcast And see you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. Bye. My cats are crying outside the door again. I heard them. They're little fat asses. If you mm-hmm. heard them, that means everybody heard them. That's You're terrible. Fucking loud ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs>